Then he decided to ask her out on a date and take her to a gym. And when she didn't show up, well, that's when he knew they weren't going to work out. <laughs> oh, welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business owners who are rising from recession. And our guest this week, well, he is going to coach business owners on the next steps to success. This is Small Business Celebration. Join us as we learn from successful business owners and successful business leaders about who they are, from where their business has grown, what they have learned, and where their successful business is going. I'm your host, Michael I. Roberts, and we're going to learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. We're here with Dr. Justin Hebert, the owner of Next Steps Coaching. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you for having me. For visioneers who don't know who you are, who are you and what is it that you do? Yeah, my name is Justin Hebert and I provide executive coaching and HR solutions to business owners, leaders and world changers in their organization so that they can get the most done with the greatest impact and influence. What are the things that often happens that when you have an even moderately successful podcast or a YouTube channel is that business coaches come out of the woodwork. <laughs> Fortunately, I have known Dr. Hebert for quite a few years. And uh, well, how many years have you been doing this? What, three, four years? Uh, I just started year six. Year six. Business. So, yes. Here we are in COVID and some industries are doing better than others. Yeah. And one of the things that you're doing is you're helping business owners, especially the ones that need help figuring out how to strategically downsize or how to become more efficient in their business. What are you doing practically to help your, your clients do just that? Yeah, uh, one of the big things is we look very intentionally at a robust financial picture mm. that uh, a lot of times I think a danger of business owners can be, this ship seems to continue to run, everything must be okay. And yet underneath that surface, you can run into some really big problems right. and not realize kind of how close your margins really are. And so one of the things that we do is to step back and say, what are your, your finances like as, as an individual, as, as a person, as a company, in relation to your employees? And then how can we actually stretch some of those dollar resources to go farther? that some of the, the advent of the marketing things allows us to look in and say, we can have a greater number of impact on people with actually may, maybe fewer people or the same amount of people, but fewer dollars invested mm -hmm. into the outbound side of it and really see some great return on investment there. You're doing more than walking alongside your client and patting them on the back and being a cheerleader and saying, oh good, you're doing great. They probably wish I would do that more. <laughs> <laughs> But you're actually going through and helping them disseminate the various aspects and qualities of their business. And that also gets into human resources yeah. as well. In California right now, we are going through a major shift in the area of human resources. And what is it that you're helping your clients do in the area of HR that's helping them again during the recession and helping them come out lean? Yeah. Uh, there's really a couple of ways that we can explore this. And the first is if you just need an answer to an HR question, mm. right? My, the, the clients know that they can call me just in what's the answer. I either know it, I'll say I'll get back to you, right? Because some of these questions change almost daily and the right. answers and implications. And so it's, 
If you have a specific question, you can call and I'll give you the answer. It's if you need help running or training a human resources department because maybe you have grown and that's been one of those side things we've seen come up is these businesses that have grown are almost growing too fast. They don't know what to do with it and have to onboard a whole lot of people so I can step in and kind of get your HR department going. Right. But the big thing in the background to all of this and the one that hasn't changed throughout this is my focus and firm belief that you can get more done in less time if you're clear on what it is you're trying to do. Right. And so I help business owners stay laser focused and we say these are the things that only you as the business owner can do. And you need to spend the vast majority of your time as the business owner doing those and then we can hire out and supplement and augment the rest of what makes your business run. But I, I firmly believe you'll be happier and your business will be more successful if you invest your, your time doing the things that you're passionate about, you're good at, and that only you can do. The definition of an expert is somebody who is more than 100 miles away with a briefcase. <laughs> yeah. It's something else to drink your own tea. What are you doing during this recession where you're taking your own advice and you've seen results from it? One of the big things that I'm really excited uh, to be offering again this year, we started it last year, is this Building with Purpose conference. And it, mm. it really emerged for me twofold. Number one, pre-COVID, I was putting on just over 800 miles a week. I got 20 to 25 hours of commute time back, not traveling to see clients and networking and all of that stuff that I was sitting at home saying, well, I can continue to coach remote, right. but now we have this increased need. What are things that I can do to help people that have questions? And so last year we, we put together this Building with Pur Purpose conference and we looked and talked to experts in business and finance and HR and you were on it and it was fantastic. <laughs> and this year I kind of realized like everything has changed in the last right. year and nothing has changed in the last year. Right which means we need to do it. And so we have committed to doing it again. We've actually committed to double the conference and the speakers and the things that we're bringing. Uh, and so this has been one of those things where I've said, as I have time, if, if my goal is to help others be successful, and now I've got an additional 20 to 25 hours a week that I'm not traveling, I need to invest that time in other people. And right. so for me, it was just a, I actually think I got more done because I wasn't commuting, right? Like you lose that commute time. And now it was direct one-to-one -one with clients and being able to build this. And, and help more people. Where can visioneers find out more information about this conference? Yeah, uh, you can go to my Facebook and all of my social media profiles. It's plastered all over there because it starts April 1st. You can also go to nextsteps.teachable.com and search for the Building with Purpose conference. It pops up right there. There's both last year's version and this year's just went live late Friday evening. And so it's one of those things that they can go in and attend and be a part of. And again, we're, we're going to talk to maybe they need to start a business or get their finances in order. We are tackling the issue of business in 2021 and beyond and how they can continue to grow. If they want to get a special promotional discount, how do they do Absolutely, that? Absolutely, because Michael has agreed to be back on the conference again this year, you can enter code SBC at checkout and you will save 5% on your registration fee. For visioneers that are teetering on this, like, oh, great, I, just last thing I want to do is sit through another Zoom meeting. Oh, I am Zoomed out. What makes this conference different and special? Yes, uh, Zoom fatigue is very real. <laughs> and that was maybe the hesitation I had going into this, is mm. do people want to sit through it? But I've realized, particularly based off of last year's conference and having some of those metrics, the need for education and good, strong leadership in the midst of this is all the more important. Your people 
are looking for answers. Mm. And they will want to turn to you first as, as their boss, as their guide, as their mentor, in whatever capacity it is that you as the business owner influence those around you. They need answers and they need leadership. So we have very intentionally designed this conference to help business owners and business leaders influence those around them. Mm. And if visioneers want to find out more about this conference, how do they do that? They can give me a call, 661-750-2183. They can search for- What was that for, number again? It was 661-750-2183. They can search for Next Steps Coaching. I am on all social media platforms, or they can, again, go to the website, nextsteps.teachable.com and search for the Building With Purpose Conference. And what was that promo code? It was SBC to save 5% on your enrollment fee. And if you enjoy Small Business Celebration, go ahead and reach out to us and like, subscribe, and notify. And when we come back, we are going to ask Justin a visionary question and learn more about his $80,000 piece of paper. My name is Josh D'Amigo and I'm a Toastmaster from Ventura, California. Toastmasters has helped me build my career and relate to small business owners in a myriad of ways. Too many ways to list in 30 seconds. But the most impactful way that Toastmasters has helped me is to come up with believable answers to really bad questions on the fly. This is not just in my presentations at work, but it's also at city council meetings and at my local chamber. I invite you to join us at Toastmasters and I look forward to seeing you there. Toastmasters, the fun and relaxed group of leaders who will help you get ahead. Go to Toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button and set your business ahead of COVID and ahead of your competition. Go to Toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button. That's Toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button today. We're here with Dr. Justin Hebert, the owner of Next Steps Coaching, and our visionary question of the segment comes from Frank, who asks, I'm finding that the larger my business grows, the more often I find myself making decisions on whether or not people will like me, or not because of the decision, or that I'll lose face, or the consequences of financial or physical loss for not doing the right thing. How do I overcome this? Couple of things come to mind. Number one, no matter what decision you make, people may not like you. Mm. But I think the worst tragedy is if you fail to make a decision at all, nobody will like you. Mm. Particularly in this age of everything that is going on, people want that strong, competent leader. Even if it's a facade for them, right? right? And part of that can be having your own coach or your own mentor or those other people that are pouring back into you, but your employees are looking to you for leadership. And they want that action. They want to know that they're moving in a particular direction. Right. And they will value you taking action more than not taking action. And then I think the, the second thing is just the realization that sometimes we learn on the go. And that's the, mm. the way the best innovation and the best business happens is let's try it. And one of, the, one of the changes we've made for clients is, let's call this an experiment, and let's try it for six weeks. Right. And if the experiment works, let's amplify it, and if it doesn't, let's change. And that gives them a bit of flexibility to say, I don't have to have the right answer all the time. No, you don't. <laughs> is it important for the business owner who says, okay, I've got this six-week experiment that I'm doing, is it okay for the business owner to convey that to his or her employees. Absolutely, and, and, and I think that they value that transparency. Mm. Because as everything is shifting, it's an honest assessment of, 
this is where I think we're at and where we need to head. Mm. And this is what I think is going to get us there. So we're going to try this, this new product. We're going to attempt this new service. We're going to try this new outreach campaign. Mm-hmm. And I want you to, to help me track it. And if we need to amplify it at the end of six weeks or at four weeks, we can tell it's working well. Let's do it. But I also want you to come to me with your concerns, with the things that you don't think are working. And we're not going to be afraid to continue to pivot because as everybody figures this out, your ability to adapt into that space is Mm -hmm. going to provide them reassurance. What do you do or what do you suggest the employer does when the time comes or if the time comes that the decision they have made is not a wise decision and they do need to pivot? How should the business owner think about conveying that to their employees and staff? I think they can relax a little bit. I, mm. I've always started to tell people, if, if you get to the point where as a boss, somebody's on your radar enough that, for example, you need to let them go, mm. right? You know that this employee is going to be fired. Chances are all of their coworkers have known that it was coming for a while, right? The boss is typically the last to know. <laughs> and I think that same sort of thing applies here, right? right? Everybody's already aware that, hey, we've, we tried this and we gave it our best effort and this just isn't working. Mm. They already know, let's just admit that. Guys, I want to thank you for trying. Thank you for that investment. We gave this 110% effort. This didn't work. I'm open to new suggestions. Let's keep trying to experiment. It sounds like you've developed a system of breaking that down and helping a business owner through that step-by-step yeah. process. What, very briefly, without going into the weeds too much, what is that process? Yeah, so, so part of what we do is when somebody reaches out to me, we, we start with this, our first quarter mm-hmm. is built around this idea of the executive playbook. And it's these fundamental habits mm-hmm. that you need to get firmly in place mm-hmm. to experience success in all areas of life. So we talk goals, we talk habits, we talk calendar, we talk about how to beat that negative self-critic and we talk about trying to live your ideal life. And it sounds like you've had personal experience with this. All of them, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All of the above. When, when you first started your, your coaching business six years ago, what was your definition of success? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, I'll be honest. I think when I started the business, mm-hmm. I'm not sure I had a definition. Like okay. for me, it was very much that sort of experimental mindset. Mm. So I started coaching as a part of my doctoral program. Mm-hmm. When my coach said to me, I was, so at the time I had a coach, his name was Michael. Great name. Well, a wonderful name, <laughs> love it. <laughs> and uh, I was researching leadership burnout. Right. And I came to him and I said, Michael, I just wish something could be done. And he said, Justin, you can do something. And that for me was just this like, I can. And so I, I suppose maybe that very earliest definition was, I want to figure out how to help people that are feeling this burden of burnout. Mm -hmm. As a leader, I'm called to help others, but I'm just so tired I can't. My very early definition was, I think I want to try something with that, but I had no clear idea that it was going to turn into a business and a long-term venture. How has your definition of success changed? I firmly believe that I can have the maximum amount of influence Mm -hmm. without needing to be a workaholic consumed by my job. Okay. And so one of the things that I make very clear is I have times where I'm on and I work and my clients have access to me. Right. And there are times where I am with my kids. I am with my wife. And that definition of success has been, I don't want to build a, a strong and profitable business. I don't want to influence the world. I don't want peop- famous people to come to, my, come to my funeral. And yet my kids say, man, we had lots of money and a great life, but my dad was a real jerk. Right. right? I'm very intentional about that work of what it means to be a a well-rounded person. I invest all of my energy that I need to into my business, 
but then I turn around and do it with my wife, with my kids, with my hobbies, with my family, so that I have this cherished and joyous life where I get to enjoy any element that I'm in. It sounds like you've learned this lesson the hard way. <laughs> yes. How, how so? One of, the, one of the great things about studying burnout is it lets you aware of when you're facing burnout. Mm. And I, I got to that point a number of years ago. And what were and the symptoms of burnout? Perpetual exhaustion. Mm. If you are unable to see that today's a new day and, and there's new possibility. If you are just exhausted and can't see the positive side of life. If you're mm. struggling to take care of your own emotions. If you've noticed your eating habits are going by the wayside. If you used to enjoy activity and now you're like, you know what, I got sweatpants on, that's close enough to working out. Uh, and that's not a one-off thing, right? The symptoms of burnout is that becomes part of the routine. And that became part of your routine. That became part of mine. And I would wake up, and this was when coaching was, was part-time for me. And so my full-time job was just like, it was a grind. And I don't want to go back to work again. Mm. And so I would find so much life. There was this disconnect of I find so much life in coaching mm. and getting to help people. And at the same time, I couldn't reconcile all of that in myself. Mm. And it was me being able to be honest and say, this situation had its purpose, had its blessings, had its moment, and that is no longer the case. And then being able to get free from that and then stepping back into perspective and say, oh my goodness, I was burnt out and I'm so mm. glad I got help and I'm so glad that I got a coach and I'm so glad that I removed myself from that situation. And then it just continued to refine the need for that all the more. Do you have a coach? 2020, I did. I don't in 2021. I'm open. Like I, I love, so here's, I'll share my growth plan. Mm. And last year I posted, my goal was 50 books to read. And I hit 70. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> not everybody says that, but thank you. Uh, this year, because I can't do what I did last year because I'm all about growth, right. I have a goal to do 100. Wow. But part of that means is that I have to approach every conversation, every conversation, with this belief that you have something to teach me. Mm. And so do I have a formal coach? I don't this year. That's not to say I, I won't, but at this moment, I'm interested in what are the people around me going through mm. that are maybe ways that, that I need to be influenced. And so I have, I have men in my life that are saying, well, Justin, I'm struggling with this as a dad. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize I was struggling with that. Right. And so right now it's become a very informal sort of thing to say, what's the area where if I could improve this 1%, I might see a 10% return. Right. There's the old cliche that you are the average of the five people with whom yes. you surround yourself. Yes. And when we come back, we're going to delve into the very deep and philosophical conversation about the braking systems and the engineering of the, five, of the Ferrari 575 versus the Aston Martin DB9 and analyze the braking systems and the engineering and find out which is the better system. Or we can answer another Visioneer question when we come right back. <laughs> Visioneers, the questions and comments that you have been sending to us on social media, on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram 
have been overwhelming. We never expected the amount of questions, the great questions that visioners just like you are sending us here on Small Business Celebration. And as you notice, we actually asked our guests to go ahead and answer those questions just for you. So we encourage you to keep those questions coming on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram and leave a comment. We really want to know what your thoughts are on the show, what you like about our guests, the things you want to learn about. Which is better, Aston Martin or Ferrari? You know where our camera guy stands. And go ahead and reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. We're here with Dr. Justin Hebert, the owner of Next Steps Coaching, and our visioneer question of the segment comes from Nathan who asks, COVID has really impacted my business. I'm getting tired of all the constant challenges and obstacles each new day brings. I'm tired of the effort, the negative criticism that gets leveled at me, and yet my competitors seem to be doing exceptionally well right now. Will this ever end? Yes, it will. <laughs> okay. Yes, it will. Uh, but more than that, there are things that we can do to help our own state, right? Mm. So this goes back to this idea of burnout. Mm. And if you are focused on those immediate negative things, mm -hmm. I can promise you that burnout is going to happen. Mm. And so part of the way you fight that constant negativity is to find something outside mm. that brings you joy. Okay. It, is it... Maybe starting a side venture just for fun. Is it mm. discovering a new hobby or mm. picking up an old hobby? Is it turning off the news and reading a book? Mm. Is it one of, one, of my, one of my favorite things is there's this uh, story of a, of a prophet who's saying, you know, God, I'm, I'm tired and I just need, uh, I just want to end because I'm so sick of putting up with this. And, and the, the response from the heavens is, you're tired and you're hungry. Here's some meat, go take a nap. Mm. And then he wakes up and he's like, hey, look, everything's better. Right, and sometimes in the midst of those overwhelming, unprecedented circumstances and that constant negativity, if we internalize that without something life-giving that we're pouring into, burnout happens. And so find something that brings you joy and do it for no other reason than just it makes you happy. One of the things that you just spoke about is getting out. Yes. What do you do to get out? out. I, I love being out. I, okay. I could spend all day outside. Okay. And, and that's part of the reason we love the California weather and summer coming up. And like I'm already like how many days till I can be at the pool. Right. I love being out. So first of all, for me, it's any sort of physical activity. Mm. Uh, lifting weights, running, whatever it is, I always do it outside. Mm -hmm. Even if the weather's bad because there's something about being outside. But I also just enjoy being in nature. Any mm. sort of camping routine and getting ready to plan one with my son. I love riding my motorcycle. Things that just get what, me up. What kind of a motorcycle do you have? I have a 1998 Honda Shadow and I bought it uh -huh. when we when we had our we were getting ready to have our third kid. Right. And I, I told my wife, I said, I need to get out of the city. So you're either letting me buy a motorcycle or I'm going camping every single weekend and I'm not exaggerating. And she goes, <laughs> I guess you're getting a motorcycle because I'm not doing weekends by myself. Right. So for me, it it's literally is just getting out and the benefits of the sun and the breeze and getting, uh, escaping the noise of the city and of business life is restful to me. And you're extending this idea to each of your sons. Yes, yes. We have, we have four kids. We have two of each and my boys. Starting at age eight, which is where our oldest one is, gets a special camping weekend with dad. Where we're going to, 
we're going to go start a fire and we're going to go out into the woods and we're going to camp it and rough it for a weekend. Right. But more than that, we're also going to talk about what it just means to mature. Mm. Right? Life is getting ready to come at him at an unprecedented rate. And right. things like puberty will be starting soon. Right. And what does it mean to actually develop into a man and to love and to care and to serve and to be guided by mission and purpose in ways that are serving of others and not predominantly ourselves. And so we're, we're planning that first trip shortly after this episode airs actually to go and start that journey together. Now, eagle-eye visioneers out there may have noticed that I never got to the $80,000 piece of paper <laughs> that I tossed to at the end of the first segment. Dr. Hebert, would you show us that, yes. that $80,000 piece uh, of paper? I do. It is right here. And if you want to go to doctoral school, you too can have an $80,000 paperweight uh, that nobody <laughs> will ever read. <laughs> and the reason I bring this up is that we make it a point on this program to distill the habits, the successful habits, the thoughts of successful business owners so that you can choose whether or not to spend $80,000 on a very expensive paperweight. <laughs> and before we close this out, tell us the reason why you got your doctorate. Yeah, uh, I started, so, a number of years ago, a lifetime ago, it feels like now, uh, I was actually a pastor at a church and I was charged with leading these people and I realized I didn't know what I was doing. And so I started saying, here I am in this position, they're asking for help, where can I go to get help? Mm -hmm. And as a person with an academic inclination, that seemed like the logical choice. And that has become a forever grateful part of my journey because that introduced me to coaching and that has taken me down this career path. But it started with this idea of as I lead this church and I try to stay healthy, how do I get the help that I need to continue to provide the good influence that others are looking to me for? Right. What makes you get up every morning and open up your business? Yeah. I, I am excited by a couple of things. N number one, people's stories and getting to be a part of this human story and all that this world has to offer. Mm. Number two, it's the chance for me in a variety of ways every single day to find something to get better at. Mm. And, and some days, quite honestly, that is, I want to be better at turning off my business and being present with my kids. And someday it's, I want to target, I want to help this person reach their target market and grow their business. Mm. But that thing that, when my alarm goes off, no joke, at 4.15 every morning, I'm excited because it's the chance for me to say something's going to happen today that if I'm paying attention gets me better and allows me to serve other people and that's very exciting to me. And if people want to discover some of this new and exciting information and the growth for themselves, how do they do that? Yeah, best method is either through my phone you can call me 661-750-2183. What was that number again? 661-750-2183. Or you can email me justin at justinhebert.com. And I understand you've got a conference coming up. I do. We have the Building with Purpose conference. You can go to nextsteps.teachable.com and search for the Building with Purpose conference and enter code SBC and you will save 5% for your attendance. Dr. Hebert, this 
has been a real pleasure. Thank you very much for being on Small Business Celebration. And I'm looking forward to you and your conference. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure to, to be on. My name is Josh D'Amigo and I'm a Toastmaster from Ventura, California. Toastmasters has helped me build my career and relate to small business owners in a myriad of ways. Too many ways to list in 30 seconds. But the most impactful way that Toastmasters has helped me is to come up with believable answers to really bad questions on the fly. This is not just in my presentations at work, but it's also at city council meetings and at my local chamber. I invite you to join us at Toastmasters and I look forward to seeing you there. Toastmasters, the fun and relaxed group of leaders who will help you get ahead. Go to Toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button and set your business ahead of COVID and ahead of your competition. Go to Toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button. That's Toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button today. Who is a visioneer? A visioneer is a small business leader who is a pioneer that has vision. A visioneer is someone willing to see the world, not as it is, but as it could be, and is willing to do something about it. A visioneer is ethical, smarter, faster, and leaner than the mainstream competition. A visioneer gives value first because visioneers are in business for the long haul. Visioneers understand the difference between saving money and earning a profit. Visioneers define their destiny. Visioneers create their own luck. Visioneers surround themselves with successful, like-minded people. Visioneers are renegades who defy the mainstream competition and are ready to change the world. Are you a visioneer? Join the Visioneer Tribe at Small Business Celebration on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.